But these people came in, and he says, my wife has been um, sending naughty pictures and text messages to our youth minister. (laughs) He said she was doing weird things with the garden equipment. (laughs) All right, we made it. We're, episode yeah four four this is episode four Ooh. yeah so our um episode three we just finished we're getting we're packing three episodes in in a week mm-hmm. because we can't do them for a couple of weeks so that way we make sure everything is consistently delivered to yes. the masses yeah <laughs> it's been fun though yeah so welcome back to another episode of my mom has a secret podcast dash podcast yes you'll get it if you listen to the other ones <laughs> um today we're popping all over the place it's some strange stuff but we both have a background in the medical field and it's uh we both actually worked in the same clinic for a little while and it was a hormone replacement clinic. In that clinic, um, I worked as more of a consultant manager, and you were on the floor with patients. You did lab draws and um, evaluations and vitals and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we we specialized in that clinic in bioidentical hormone replacement. So my my goal in this space today to talk about BHRT is kind of to give my experience with it because it's kind of all over the place. So before we worked in the clinic that we were in, um, it was out in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fun. That seems like it never happened. It does. It seems like forever. What? When was that? That was in 2016. 15 wow. to 16, I think. Yeah. I feel like that never even happened. Yeah. Because we came back to Nashville December of 17. And we you were, did. Yeah. You were right after me though. Was I? Yeah. Yeah. So we were out there for like a year. It was like, it was like nine months. Okay. Because we rented a house out there. So we had a 12 month lease and we just, we pretty much wrote it out just at 12 months. Wow. Yeah. I don't it, even know if I feel like we were there longer or sh- shorter. Of it a was, time. <laughs> it was kind of like a mixture of being thrown off a mountain and yeah. hell at the same time. See, cause Oklahoma is super windy. Yeah. Like when we were there, it was like, wow. But now I feel like Tennessee wasn't much different. Like we Oh, hit, really? Yeah. Wind wise? Yes. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. It's similar to Texas. It Texas, is. Texas is windy. It is. And it's similar to Oklahoma. I don't remember that being the case in Tennessee. I do. Maybe. I don't know. We had different experiences. I, I guess, guess so. I guess my wind meter doesn't work. Well, before we worked together in that clinic, I worked in a hormone replacement clinic in Nashville, mm-hmm. and that was a complete crapshoot. So we had, um, just to kind of close it out, it the clinic is no longer mm-hmm. there, and I ended up in an eight-hour deposition with the, um, the state attorney general. <laughs> so not for anything I did, mm-hmm. but I had to speak to my practices, my employment and my experience with the company. Um, I personally did not get in any trouble for that, but I had to, they just called me. So, so you're saying it turned out really well. It it de- definitely. So, and that's where I want to talk about. I want to talk about my experience with how this hormone replacement boom hit the media, like probably about 10 years ago. Mm. And it was on the, you know, radio waves at the time. That was kind of where it was. Now it's on social media, Facebook, um, everybody wants in on this natural hormone replacement. It's going to just change your life. And the funny thing is, is yes, there is definitely a place and a person who could benefit from hormone replacement. Mm-hmm. However, the symptoms, do you remember some of the symptoms that we would say? Yeah, it was like hot flashes, um, low libido, weight gain, mm-hmm. and energy. Is it hair loss? Hair loss, energy, yeah. sleep, yeah. Um, quality, um, mood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just given those few things we just listed, how many people at all ages do you know that experience those things? Everybody. Every person. 
I mean, a five-year-old, yep. you could say. Yeah. <laughs> She's a, and it's, that's how they would, they would give you this broad list mm-hmm. as a patient that came in and they ask you, do you experience any of these things? Or they th- say it on the radio. Are you experiencing energy, mm-hmm. a low energy? Um, that's yeah. every person. How about low, you want your libido to be higher. That's every person. Mm-hmm. So they made the this spectrum of of symptoms so broad that every single person was a candidate. So what happened? The masses mm-hmm. responded and came in and they did not truly in my experience in my in the Nashville clinic I worked in, they did not test people properly. I at the time was not educated on that. Mm-hmm. I knew what they told me. I did the, what the doctor said. I am not a doctor. I'm not a specialist. I just take orders and do my job. But as I learned more about it, especially like post-deposition mm-hmm. to know what what went sideways was the lab work, they would, you know, number one, labs are all over the place. You kind of understand mm-hmm. how labs work. So what is your kind of your thought on one lab to the other? So each lab has a different standard as to what is normal. So if you test normal in this lab, this other lab may test you as abnormal. So you kind of also get the flux of like one size fits all as far as when it comes to hormones, everybody just, it's not specialized typically Mm -hmm. for a specific person. Right. Exactly. So you can't say, Oh, you're a 55 year old woman who has never had a hysterectomy, who has hot flashes. Just throw six milligrams mm-hmm. of estrogen at her and do a pellet insertion. Like we did the, the pellets, mm-hmm. which go into the hip and dissolve. They would dissolve over time. And then, but see, that's not the same because a person who has had a hysterectomy is different from a person mm-hmm. who hasn't. So, one person, you can just what happens to some women that have not had a cycle in forever. They do hormone replacement and what happens? You turn into a teenage girl. Yeah. And that's not what anybody (laughs) wants. I don't think anybody shows up at a clinic. It's like the one good thing about menopause is you don't have cycles anymore. So let's just throw them at you times a hundred. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So it's like, okay. Um, Anyway, it goes, it's all over the place, but it's still a thing. They're still out there. Hormone clinics, and I'm not saying that they're bad, mm-hmm. but it's hard to decipher. It, it's kind of taken a change more toward like integrative medicine, like holistic medicine or, mm-hmm. you know, not synthetic, this and that, right. natural, whatever. But it's hard to decipher what is a clinic and what is a business. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're one and the same. However, does that practitioner decide I want to really focus on true patient care and understanding every patient is individualized. Or do I have a quota and I can get them to sign up for as many extra add-ons as I can and make them feel like their life is over until Mm -hmm. they found me and I'm going to change their life forever. And that's what's scary. Mm -hmm. And that's what's frustrating. Yeah. Because in my experience, my clinic was definitely... (laughs) A one of a kind. I don't think there's another clinic out there because luckily the state stopped this place. Mm-hmm. But they were giving people so much hormones, specifically testosterone in most cases. Okay. I was the consultant. So I met with these people when they came in and I talked to them about what we did and what the benefits were, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I was a salesperson, mm-hmm. essentially, with a medical background. I had a couple come back in after they had started, the, th- the wife had started the therapy. A very, very um, modest, humble, Christian, quiet couple, mm-hmm. right? Been married like 30 years, whatever. She's in her menopause, whatever. We threw some hormones in her. Okay. I get a call from this man, the husband, and says, I need a meeting with you. I'm bringing my wife in, and I want to meet with you and the doctor. And I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. They come in. He sits down, and... I'm sitting, let me just tell you, the doctor I worked with was a ham, mm-hmm. sweetest person ever, but could not stay serious. He laughed about everything. Mm-hmm. So I can put on a serious face, but these people came in and he says, 
my wife has been um, sending naughty pictures and text messages to our youth minister. <laughs> and he said she was doing weird things with the garden equipment. <laughs> And I and he the doctor literally cannot contain himself. And this man is livid. He does not find humor in this. He is livid. We are creating sin, is what he said. Anyway. To be fair, it does say if you have low libido, this is to help with that. So you can't really be pissed off that the fact that it worked. I mean, we didn't say to what. But what did the shovel ever do to you? <laughs> like, what, did, what garden equipment? Like, he was talking about inanimate objects that were not made for that. And I don't, I didn't ask how he knew or what he saw because I'm like, whoa. So, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we explained exactly what you just said is that everybody's different. They react differently. We obviously need to lower her dose, but we can't undo what has been done. We cannot Just dissolve it. We, we need to chain her obviously to the altar at church until this rides through her body and is out. We can't perform an exorcism on a testosterone pellet. <laughs> we can't, I can't change that. <laughs> but that is so anyway, the company would not do anything financially. Mm-hmm. It was a pay up front kind of thing. And that's kind of where they got in trouble is that, they weren't focused on patient care anyway. But that's how a lot of companies in 2024 are. Mm-hmm. It's go after the money. Like this is going off of subject, but like there was a roofing company that mm-hmm. I've had in the past. They didn't care. So you have like non-soliciting signs on your door. Mm-hmm. That means don't ring my doorbell to try to sell me anything. Like right. if I need a new roof, I know I need a new roof. Right. They would say bypass that because we want them to know that we are we genuinely care about their house. <laughs> yeah. And they would try to sell people roofs and pe- they ended up getting shut down, but at least in Tennessee. And so they would make you fearful something was going to yeah, happen. So they would come to your house like they're caring going, you better fix this right, right. away. Mm-hmm. And they based their company off of religion. <laughs> <laughs> and so to me, I'm like, you're lying because that could have lasted mm-hmm. years. Right. And you're like, no, we need it now. Take advantage of vulnerable people. Right. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of people that message me that say, that talk about their day-to-day life. And they say, the company I work for, it's all about money instead of customer care or patient care. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out where your line is mm-hmm. as to am I going to keep on because I need to make a living or do I care about the people that I'm, you have a relationship with these people. So you actually care Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, am I just trying to sell you this because I have to meet a certain quota? Like you said. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, money drives a lot of people. But obviously, when it, it comes to medical, it's a little bit different yeah. because it's you're it's messing new, with my life. It's a new type of vulnerable, right? Because they truly do trust you as you know, as healthcare providers, and that's sad because that still happens. It's just not to the level I was involved in. But well, being from medical, though, I think you learn. So one. The the doctor's staff works harder than the doctor, obviously. Oh, yeah. A doctor's only as good as his best nurse. <laughs> right. So, you know, the doctor, you have to fill him in as to who is in the room, what's been going on. Like, he only knows that or she only knows that because we have informed them right. of who you are. Yeah. And, like, I worked in neurosurgery. So mm-hmm. that's, like, huge. It's you, a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're cutting people open. And obviously the people that you're taking care of are, like, trusting you. Mm-hmm. These doctors don't even know your name. Like, yeah. you're, like, patient. I remember one doctor was, like, um, referred to the patient as the room number they were in. Mm. And I'm like, that is so scary. And it does make you look differently. Like when you go to a doctor's appointment or something, you're like, you don't. To be fair, though. Some do. To be fair. That's true. However, that still doesn't mean that that's a bad doctor. Because 
nurses are taught differently. Nurses are taught more of, of course, triage, do what's right, take care of the patient mm-hmm. first, do do the right things to protect the patient, but it's also a level of compassion. Doctors are more scientific. Mm-hmm. They're there to make A to B, fix sure. the problem. Their job is not to um, bond yeah. with the patients. Actually, it's they're actually taught quite not the opposite. Yeah. yeah. So that's why doctors can be cold and whatnot. There are some that aren't. Mm-hmm. But I worked with a doctor for a long time, a surgeon, and people, he would leave the room and they would go, well, he's just not even friendly. And I said, well, do you want a doctor who's compatible with your personality or do you want a doctor that knows what he's doing? Yeah. You, he's not here to be your friend. He's not coming to your True. barbecue. <laughs> you know? True. So if he has the stats and the backing and the good license standing and all that kind of thing, that's what matters. Not if he comes in and he, you know, has a great joke and he's got yeah. a perfect smile, you know? Yeah. And then there's also, you know, the Peacock series, it's called Dr. Death that I've been watching the past few days. He was super nice, but <laughs> he would wreck your life. <laughs> he's in jail. <laughs> so oh. he was in Dallas. Yeah. That's a crazy series. You got to check it out. Cause what, he was a neuro. Oh. He's a spine doctor. Yeah. And he was jacking people up. Yeah, out of 38 surgeries, 31 of them are either paralyzed or dead. And this happened in a very short span, and the doctor, the hospitals didn't do anything until oh two God. doctors finally started raising Kane, going, The guy doesn't know what he's doing. And he's just, but like, it was, he paralyzed, he made his best friend a quadriplegic and then never talked to him again. Wouldn't even come back in the hospital. Is room. he younger, older? Um, He's probably like 50. Mm hmm. Yeah. He won't get out till he's 74, though. He killed two people and paralyzed a bunch. That's crazy. Yeah. So yay medical field. Make sure you don't. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's not practicing anymore. <laughs> right. He's not. But it took him. It took a lot of work to take him down. Like it was very frustrating for me to watch it because I'm like, the state was finally involved, but they wouldn't remove his medical license for the longest time. So he could just pop over to another place and start. And he was doing discectomies, and he was using a mallet. And it, that's not even what you use, like ham, like an orthopedic. Like mm-hmm. that, a mallet is a surgical tool, mm-hmm. but it does not belong in that case. <laughs> it was, and like the OR nurses, one passed out, like was in like the blood loss. One he left a sponge in. Okay, anyway, it was crazy. Anyway, that's crazy. Way off from hormone replacement, but. Um, we are going to have a whole episode that talks about some of our experiences as we worked in medical offices because those are hilarious. Yep. I think we both have quite a few of those. I have one specific at the, uh, the top. <laughs> it's so. right at the top. Yep. I have so many at the top. Yep. I can't even choose <laughs> which one. Um, how well, So anyway, hormone replacement is fantastic if you get the right people. If you go to a regular like an MD that works for a company or a hospital or an umbrella and they're there getting a paycheck and you go in and you say, I'm thinking about doing bioidentical hormone replacement. They're going to say, you're crazy. It's voodoo Mm -hmm. medicine, whatever. So it's like, who do you listen to? Right. You know, then you go to the next place and the doctor owns the business. If the doctor owns the business, what's the one goal? Money. Yep. In most cases. Again, I'm not bashing all doctors. I'm just saying it's so hard to find good care um so you know it i don't know it's just it's frustrating but that was my experience in nashville it was fantastic it ended well my last day at the clinic was when news channel 5 was in the lobby with cameras rolling jennifer kraus was at the mic she's a was a consumer reporter at the time (laughs) and i turned the corner and i saw the camera had big five on the side of it and I saw Jennifer Krause, who had called the office probably 40 times and was not getting return calls. And uh, I got myself and I went out the back door and I left and I never came back. It was bizarre. Yeah. So if you're from Nashville, you know exactly what company I'm talking <laughs> about. I'm way outside of the statute of the NDA. So I can, I'm not giving specific information out, but yeah, it was bananas. That's- so basically, in my experience, Checking for hormones involves more than just checking estrogen, testosterone, if you're a female, FSH, LH, LH and uh, progesterone. There's also adrenals, cortisol levels, 
you know, vitamin levels, you got B12, D, so many. And then thyroid, like they're, your hormones is like this giant system. Like it all it connects to so many systems and there's so many facets other than just three major tests that are never going to look totally normal unless you see the other ones that support it. So that's my soapbox for today. So Well, and it goes back to like I've been on like a birth control pill or something all the time and I came off of everything and it was like my emotions and like brain fog and being exhausted, low energy, and then like just girly problems. From being off of it? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then obviously like gaining weight. Like I blew up. So I came off of it when I moved in July and was off of it until, I don't know, December. Mm -hmm. And I gained like 30 pounds and I didn't change anything else other than coming off of it. Mm-hmm. If anything, I was more active and more aware of what I was eating and things like that. So I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so it was like, I need to get back on something. Yeah. So, yeah. so the hormones are like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. All right. So we're going to pivot over to something else a little more. <laughs> Static and stoic, but the Senate had a whole meeting this past week um, uh, with some social with the CEOs of some social media platforms. We had Zuckerberg, and we mm-hmm. had I think um, TikTok was involved. I'm not sure the specific ones. I just know Zuckerberg spoke really well um, of the company, but basically talking about how to protect users um, that have accounts on these platforms from the social media bullying, which you're, you're not, you can't just point at one person or company and say, you're, you're responsible Mm -hmm. for this because it's just like hormone replacement. There's a lot of factors that are responsible down to the children that choose to do it or the people. It's not Mm -hmm. just children. It's Mm -hmm. adults. I mean, it's all over. It's all ages. Trolls are make, you know, we're adults and we get it all the time. I call them keyboard warriors. (laughs) I mean, it just kills me how somebody will go out of their way to make you feel bad Mm -hmm. or make you feel stupid or worthless or somehow just tear you down. But yeah, so it's all ages. So it's like the problem is not when somebody says something mean to me, it's not Instagram's fault. It's not TikTok's fault. You know, they just give you the opportunity to do it. I just think we need to exterminate assholes. (laughs) Think if you if you leave a trolled message, we should be able to find your yeah. IP address and just burn your house down. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> that's aggressive, but so am I. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the thing is, is we everything's fake on social. All all of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely do you see somebody showing you the raw. I will say there. I think I can think of three people off the top of my head that I like follow that keep it real. Like you see the, the mental health, like, I mean, you know, it's not just for show. Mm-hmm. And however, I do find it weird that like you chose to record this, but that's, I see it as keeping it real. So do you think people that are keeping it real are actually showing you mm-hmm. real things? As far as like, okay, so out of the three, two people for sure, because it has been things that could completely crush you. Like it could go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. So like there's one individual that me and my best friend watch and she was like, oh, this is going to be her downfall. See, she thought I was going to take her down. The girl has gained 2 million followers more. Wow. Then, and hers was like, there was no hiding it. So, so was it like an emotional breakdown? Yes. And okay. so she went to jail. Oh. So like it What was did she do? Her and her TikTok, they do TikTok together. Her and but, her friend? Yeah. Well, it's her boyfriend. Okay. But now they're more, but- they got into an altercation and you know how social media works. You hear one story of something mm-hmm. that happened, another one. So I'm not going to go into specifics because right. it hasn't been like this is 100% what happened. It's still ongoing. <laughs> right. But there were children that were present when it happened. And so, but she did go to jail. Like it was a yeah. whole thing. Um, and then it was, they went quiet 
for like two months Mm -hmm. and then they came back and now she's like, she's pregnant. They're together. Like all the things. But again, like I said, she does keep it very real. But why? Why would you put your instability out for followers sake? Like, I don't understand what the per what, what she gets from that. I mean, maybe people relate to it. But you're like, you're having a mental breakdown. You're like, hold on, let me push record. Yeah. That seems like its own issue. I have seen, now the, so she doesn't, well, sometimes she does. The, the issue that I have is people that hit record and they're crying. Mm -hmm. You have to think about, I am here. I'm going to press hit, Mm -hmm. go live. And you have to think about. This is for thousands, millions of people to watch mm-hmm. me. That does seem weird. Yeah, like, it is. Like as far as crying on a live. Yeah. I've never seen her do that, the specific one I'm talking about. But there are people that do that. And people in their comment section are like, so you're having a whole meltdown. And you thought, let's go live. <laughs> let's hit record and post this to Instagram. But for the most part, what you do see on social media is very glamorized. And, oh, we're in a different country this I'm week. I'm so happy. Yeah. Life is perfect. Right. right. And then, such the vibe. And you do see people, and especially couples. I have a lot of couples on mine that are a little bit younger. And you're like, you guys can't like each other that much. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, it's total crap. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. I mean, no. No. Nobody gets along that well. No, it's all phony. It's all fake. Um, these creators that are just on their own, not couples, they come on and they always give advice. And, you know, I try to be nice. You don't know what happens when that record button is off. I just take it all with a grain of salt. Some yeah. is entertaining. It is. It's like we have this, you know, reality TV was booming for a reason. We like to see the real, what we think is the real life something. And the ones that are really making it work are the ones that can make you think it's real and raw and it's just drama and acting. And it, I'm not saying it all is. I'm just right. saying it. that's what we're drawn to. But the trolling is just, it's out of controlling. <laughs> it's just it stupid. I don't get a lot of it. Um, but everybody gets it. Like, yeah. I, you know, it happens. I laugh at most of it. Um, but what gets me is I, I'm a content creator where a lot of what I do is based on the aesthetic. Like I'm not making a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm modeling a new dress or whatever. So the attack would be on how I look mm-hmm. or what I'm doing and why it's stupid or why they don't like it. And the the thing is, is that people put themselves out on social media and they're vulnerable, but they're not quite ready. They're not mentally prepared for the mm-hmm. trolls. And if you're not ready, whew, yeah. like you got to have some thick skin because you got to learn to laugh it off because they're probably in their mom's basement, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. A lot of the time, the people that comment don't have a profile picture or it's a picture of a cartoon character. Or I have no followers. Right. And I'm just like, oh, I'm glad I was so important that you needed to comment five times that we only have 100 people in the live when we had 500. (laughs) Right, right, right. Exactly. Well, the best thing ever was uh, I had a guy. Okay, I was, I took, it was a, I don't know who's a real and I had open toed heels on mm-hmm. in the real and I had a dress on and I sat down in the whatever and that was it one guy said I love your shoes and feet mm-hmm. it's a thing we all know that that's not what the focus was right the real it just they were in the real then a guy commented to his comment and said dude I screenshotted it her feet are not good <laughs> I was like, I don't care about my feet. I don't focus on my feet. I don't like my feet. I don't care. But what did I do? What did I do right then? I screenshotted the picture and I I zoomed in on my feet. And dude was right. (laughs) 
they're not great. Like, but I wasn't, but why? <laughs> like one guy maybe likes monkey looking feet like mine. <laughs> one guy called me long lady toes. It's fine. I can climb a tree faster than any of you bitches. <laughs> That's what I say. But like, why do you take the time to tell a guy how he feels is wrong? Maybe he likes my monkey maybe feet. Maybe he likes, yeah. I just, it, it was funny. And then when I was telling the story about the fact that I screened, I took a screenshot and then I zoomed in on my own feet. The person I was telling couldn't breathe. They were laughing so hard. Cause they're like, you literally did what the troll said to the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, when you ask me, what did I do? I'm like, you didn't do anything. No, you screenshotted it and said, let me. And I did not respond because that is so childish and stupid. It is. I just deleted the comment, but it it was just funny that I was like, I, it it made me self aware now of something I never noticed and didn't care about. I don't have glamorous feet. I don't ever claim to do hashtag right. ugly feet. Fine, right. it's totally fine. But it's funny how he created a self awareness with me, a total stranger who I will never meet who could probably be a 13-year-old boy or a right. 73-year-old grumpy man or a 20-year-old woman. Yep. That, who yeah. knows? But that person now put that in my head and I will never forget it. And I'm not wounded by it, but it's just I will always think about Has it. Has there been anything that's actually, actually caused you like to think about it longer than five minutes? Uh, not really. No. Not really. I... I am also not fragile mm. when it comes to that stuff. I'm, you know, I've mentioned this on other podcasts. I'm a dark individual with an extremely thick skin. It takes a lot to yeah. offend me. If I, the only way I can really get riled up is if I see somebody else, somebody being mean to somebody else. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. Being mean to me, you can throw all your verbal dagger. I don't care. Yeah. You know, most of what I get is people saying something about my age, which they don't know how old I am, right. but they're just judging that I'm not 20 and that I don't belong where I'm at. Mm. But yet here you are. Right. <laughs> but here you are. And reminder that what you see on social media is what you look at. Yeah. So I have a lot of mine are like, you need Jesus, <laughs> which I don't, my social media isn't even bad. Like it's what you see like there is a lot worse on there than what mm. i am posting and i'm like i need jesus yet i'm in your feed i'm in your algorithm <laughs> like right. there's a reason for that right and so i had one guy on twitter his whole profile was set up just for he was specifically like i'm a troll mm -hmm. this is what i do yeah and i'm like you're not even worth my time right like yeah i'm sorry that you have enough time to sit and go through right. people on Twitter that you don't even know. I, the thing is, is I have so little time that yeah. very, very rarely do I actually scroll through oh, no. my FYP or I, anything. I think that's the difference. So when you're like into content creation and you're creating reels and all of that, I used to sit on TikTok for hours. Now TikTok is the last thing I want to be on. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to scroll. I spend all my time trying to put things on there. Right. I don't want to scroll. It's, jo it's a job. So right. it's not fun. Well, like on my FYP page, I get served rescue animals, puppies, funny puppies, cats, animals in general, baking and home decor mm -hmm. from Amazon. Yep. <laughs> so back to your point, if I'm getting served half-dressed women right. that are 40 plus, then that's what I keep looking at. Right. But then that's the one I'm like, you're old. But like, again, here you are. Yep. But here you are yep. <laughs> in my feed. So it's like, and honestly, what the trolls are, I'm just going to say it. What the trolls are too stupid to know. I'm not going to PC that. <laughs> but ignorance is, is bliss. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because every time they make a comment, they boost us. Yep. You help the so thanks. algorithm. Yeah. Because so so they're like, like, they're not, the algorithm's not reading your comment. They're just seeing interaction right. and engagement. And they're like, oh, people, people are digging this, yeah. whatever it is, controversial or not. I'm going to throw this out some more. So thank you. Yep. That should be a Hallmark card. Yep. Thank you, troll. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Yeah. Imposters. Yeah. They're, they're, 
Man, and with AI. Relentless. Wow. Yeah. You told me about the AI mm-hmm. stuff. I don't, like I said, I don't really scroll on things, so I didn't know you were informing me of things, and I'm yeah. like, Oh, you'll see yourself eventually. Um, I had another person contact me last night and said it's it's I guess called AI face wrap is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's where they put my face on other bodies. And then I've had people put other faces on my body, which that hurts my feelings. (laughs) Like what's wrong with my face? (laughs) You like my body, but you know, take that face off. You should take it as a compliment because they're saying her body is good and And I want to look like her. Right. Right. So but she was (laughs) trying to send me the link and Anyway, it's inevitable. They're trying to pass a bill to prevent that from happening because you're it's very corrupt and it but it it needs to get under control quickly yeah. or it's going to be totally out of control if it's not already. But even not AI, imposters. They take your face, they create an account, they put your name Miss Ally underscore official whatever mm-hmm. that that is actually your name yeah. okay <laughs> they put 19 whatever 90 Miss or they Allie. change an l to a one right or something yeah and then it's your face and it's like this is my backup account where i chat mm-hmm. with all my friends you know they're they're rampant i if i go to tiktok i can do like five serious long-winded scrolls mm-hmm. and it's all my face well and it's you think you get caught up on it on like blocking and reporting mm-hmm. them and then you go the next day and there's five new which mm-hmm. you have more than i do but there's five new ones and you're like what in the world mm-hmm. is happening but my thing is is that my favorite thing is is when i go into my notifications and it's like Nash Alley liked your comment. Right. And I'm like, and then it shows, and it's a whole threat, like mm-hmm. page down uh-huh. of they liked people's comments that were commenting on my stuff. So then I try to task myself with going under and liking. So that way you can see my blue check mark and you can see that it this is yeah. me. But it is, it's it's it, nonstop. It's, it's exhausting. It and is. you can't let it get to you. It used to make me mad, really mad. It is copyright infringement, and you can get them taken down, but it just takes a lot of work. And we've, I mean, I've got two agencies I've hired Mm -hmm. to work with me on that, but it's still going to happen. But I am going to say this. What their goal is, is they create an account, they start chatting with people, saying that they're us, Mm -hmm. and then they start providing sad stories. You know, I can't make my rent this month, so if you'll send me an Amazon card or a Visa card or what, I don't even know what... I always hear Amazon cards. I don't know why those are not traceable or something. Um, Or just cash app, whatever. And then I'll get a message from somebody and be like, you you disappeared on me. You know, how did your situation with your grandmother go or whatever? And I've had people argue with me too. You're from Colorado. And I'm like, I have never even been to Colorado. I've never even visited the state. Like, you know. But then they take them off that platform. So they create an Instagram, Andy official. Then they'll take them off platform to Telegram, Signal, WhatsApp, G, Gmail, you know, the mm-hmm. chat there. Um, and I've had them try to hack people, like, give me your password. So that way I can know it's you. And people will give their mm-hmm. freaking Gmail password. Are you kidding me right now? I am never going to ask you for your password. I am never going to ask you to chat. And I don't mean that in a mean way. But... There's a platform for that. There is a platform for that. <laughs> but there are I have 524,000 people on one Instagram account. I can't chat there. I would never get off right. of Instagram. Right. And I have there's just too many of you and one of me. So, if you think I'm asking you to pop over to Telegram, number one I just chat with you on Instagram. Right. But I don't chat. It's not me. And I don't know how to push that any further. No. Have you had anybody say that they've actually gone to a place that you told them to go to? No. I had that happen, and I felt so bad for the person. So what what happened? So a guy messaged me on my page and was like, so I had somebody reach out to me on, I think it was Twitter, and say, I want to meet you at a bar in Nashville. And he went and paid for parking paid for a drink like waiting on me to show up and nobody ever showed up which i don't really that's under- scary 
it is scary, but I don't understand what the goal for that was because they're not trying to get anything. And I mean, if somebody else shows up, he's going to know it's not me. So I don't know what that, what that Maybe goal Maybe he was. was just lying. I don't know. I mean... I don't know. I because like you said, I don't know what the goal of the to go to Nashville be. and then just sit at a bar. Which I mean, I say on my stuff, like I don't meet off of anything. Like I'm not. I don't meet in person, and so I try to be very clear with that. And the weird thing was was that he was on that page that says that, but then it was outside on Twitter through a message, and I'm like, was it just hoping? That it was that was going to be the case. I don't know. He may have been a scammer himself. Speaking of scammers, uh, on Thanksgiving of this year, mm-hmm. I had a scam call come in. Oh yeah. Uh, they called my phone. It was a restricted number, and I'll turn. I'll tie back around to the restricted number in a minute to what kind of gave me basis to believe the caller. But. They called me and said that I had um, failed to show up to jury duty. And I didn't know I had jury duty. But the reason I thought that the person was legit was because I've recently moved from Nashville to Texas. And there was a day that uh, the police came to my house in Nashville because my mail didn't get properly forwarded. So the mailman called in a welfare check Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we've been gone for like two months. So anyway, nutshell, I see the police officer on my front porch because I have cameras and I had him call me. I talked to him through the camera and he called me and it came up as a restricted number. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So when this restricted number came back through, which I never get restricted numbers, I thought, oh, and this person spoke so intelligently and very like, Usually law enforcement's very without affect. They don't have a lot of tone. They don't put sugar on anything. They're getting a job done and they're saying it very matter-of-factly. And he was, his, the speed of his, you know, delivery was good. Everything was on point. And he's like, you um, are a contempt of court right now. And there is a warrant for you. And I'm like, what the actual, like, I don't even, I don't, I've had, I, I don't even know what my speeding ticket was. It was over a decade ago. Like, I do not mess with the law. <laughs> I am right. a good person. And I, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And they said, well, somebody came to your house on October 13th in Nashville and tried to serve you these papers, and you signed them. And I'm like, I wasn't there October 13th. I went back with my camera Mm-hmm. To October 13th and watched the entire day because it notifies me of movement. Right. Nobody was on my porch. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'm trying to do all of this while I'm talking to this person. Right. And the person says, we cannot disconnect the call because we are linked via satellite. And by you disconnecting the call means you are basically running. So I couldn't hang up the phone. Let me tell you, I'm not super gullible. This person was very convincing. And they're like, we need you to go to your local police department and tell them what's going on while I'm on the phone with you and have them do a handwriting analysis to see if this signature on this subpoena is you or not. And if it is you, they're going to arrest you. (laughs) Like whoever came to my house allegedly on October 13th and whoever signed it. And then I'm I'm sitting there going, what? Okay, well, for one, you could just change how you write your signature, number one. Left-handed. Num- right. Okay. And then number two, what is the point? So here's the point. Okay. So I, where I live now, I am a stone's throw from the police department. Mm-hmm. Like I can walk there. Right. So I'm like, well, this isn't going to take long because I can just pop right around. It's Thanksgiving Day. Like, who is going around going, your task today is to call people on a holiday and tell them they're contempt of court for freaking jury duty. It's not like I was a hardened criminal. Okay. So I'm like sweating through my clothes. I'm having to get dressed to leave because I was in pajamas when he mm-hmm. called. I'm keeping him on the phone. And 
Then he says, you have um, court fees and there are citations that are tied with this because you're contempt of court. So you have to pay a citation. And it's like $350. And before you go get your handwriting analyzed, you need to pay that. And we do not process credit cards because of the fees, which is there's probably some truth to that because government offices typically don't take credit cards because of the fees. But he said, you have to go get a gift card. And when he said that, I was like, something's smelly here. Something's not right. So I immediately said, and you're with who? And he told me what county office he was with. And so I had somebody else call that office Mm -hmm. and say, and what is your name? And he went, what? It's breaking up a little bit. What did you? And he's Googling a name of an officer, which he had already said a name when he called mm-hmm. it. You know, that right. flies by. And he, so he tells me a name. And so I'm on the phone with the other county office. And I said, I'm on the phone with so-and-so, Captain blah, 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 which a captain is not going to be calling for right. court, right. whatever, jury duty BS. And um, she said, hang up the phone. (laughs) She said, that is not XYZ, Mr. Jones, whatever. Um, And I said, can you please look my name up to make sure? I don't want to warn, like, did I really miss jury duty? Like, I don't want that. And she's like, sure. And I told her my name and she looks at, she said, you're fine. And she said, hang up the phone. So I did. And he called back immediately. Restricted number called back. To further put, like, I'm sure he was going to say something like, we don't let the front desk know that we're calling people. The thing is, the woman said, I know where Captain so-and-so is. It's Thanksgiving. He's not on the phone with you. (laughs) It was a small county office. So it is amazing how often this happens. Well, you have to think you're, you're very smart you know the technology ways and AI and there's so many ways that scammers can do their thing. But you have to think of like the older demographic that doesn't understand that. They probably would have gone and gotten a gift card oh, yeah. and paid. It was a it was so com- see, I questioned my intelligence after that call because I was so ashamed of how I felt so stupid. But this guy had me convinced. Yeah. Like you should have just heard it. But anyway I, it ruined my Thanksgiving because my blood pressure went through the roof. Mm-hmm. I was, and I was on the phone with him. I'm not joking, 35, 40 minutes. So it took up a good part of my day yeah. and my anxiety. It was just horrible. But then I had another, I had a, a um, follower that I had mentioned this on social and he messaged and said this happens to his daughter and she paid the money and they were trying to find mm-hmm. out and you can't, there's no yeah. way to track it. I'm like. Mm-mm. Same thing. So it is so easy to get scammed, not just from vulnerable, weak individuals. Well, there is like, there's a thing going around about kidnapping and you have to pay their ransom. Like there was one um, scam that was going around and they actually had a voice recording of the, like it was a someone's daughter and it was someone's daughter talking, mm. but they changed the phrase she said. And I mean, if you hear that, you're not going to go through 30 minutes of trying to figure out, I'm going to try to catch you in a lie. You're going to be concerned about your family member. Yeah. Now that would be awful. I would lose my mind. I would turn into such a psychopath yeah. right then. You wouldn't even need cops. No, <laughs> no. You, we wouldn't. I do not need backup. <laughs> that would be ugly no. in the worst way. Yep. And I might die, but they will too. Yeah. <laughs> saying I'll win but oh my gosh that's a nice thing about where we talked about iPhone versus Android mm-hmm. and they have you know drop a pin people know find mm-hmm. my friends well we just recently did that mm-hmm. so I can imagine if that happened the first thing I'd be is like exactly where and I keep the person on the phone be like yeah I'd be going 95 <laughs> miles an hour to your location like, oh my gosh try me be bad yeah, yeah. I could definitely be psycho oh, yeah so all right so my funny story, which is what um, took the place of our factor BS statement, mm-hmm. was the um, feet picture. Mm-hmm. 
the screenshot. So what is your sports fact you have for me today? Okay, so my sports question is, so the what singer sang live at the National Hockey League All-Star Draft? What? I don't even know anything you said after the word live. Nash- okay. National so basically you're hockey. just trying to think of a singer that you can think of that's sang at the NHL, National Hockey League. Yes. All-star draft. And draft? He came, it's a he. Okay. So he came out. He has not um, sang live in a year. In, in over a year. year. Mm-hmm. And younger. So I'm assuming this is a country singer. No. You started to say no. No. All right. Sang. Mm-hmm. So it's not a rapper. No, it's not a rapper. I, I mean, because they don't sing, no. they rap. Yeah. He's definitely not a, ra- a rapper. Okay. But so. he can make you a believer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see. Is it Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber. Yes, and it's funny because here I am over the age of 29, and <laughs> growing up, I was never into Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Now you're a believer. Yeah, and he just looks so happy. Like, he he hasn't – so he got really sick. I don't know all the facts about it, but it was something – It uh, his face went paralyzed, like oh. half of his face. Wow. He couldn't even blink his eye. And, like, all this stuff. So he took time off, but it was cool seeing him at the hockey league. And he's so into hockey, and mm-hmm. he went out on the ice with them and everything. Was he skating or just walking? Yeah, no. uh, he was skating. Oh, you can walk on ice. Yeah, he was skating. That's my way of walking. He had there. all the pads on and everything. But, mm. but yeah, it was pretty cool. Cause everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And when was this? Recently, like, this past weekend. Do you know when the hockey – league starts. I know nothing about hockey. I know I like hockey games. You just know believers yeah. are there. Yeah. Okay. But that's all that right. It. All right. So this wraps up episode four of My Mom Has a Secret Dash podcast. Yes. <laughs> Yay. She has a secret, but it's not a secret podcast. No, not locked away. Yeah. So um, be sure to visit us at mymomhasasecret.com. And subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're listening to this on a podcast platform so you can watch this in video form. Um, And if you are on YouTube watching, like and subscribe, of course, that's what everybody says, but it's what we say too because we're, you know, bandwagon people or followers. We're believers. Believers. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.